Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. On the show this week, I have El Mariachi Loco joining me in studio. Uh, Loco, thank you so much for doing the show today. This was a blast. Um, where, where can they find you uh, coming up? Oh, man, you can find me everywhere. But more importantly, you can find me on Instagram because I'm always there. Um, it's <laughs> El Mariachi underscore Loco. Um, you can also find me on Twitter. I, I'm somewhat there most of the time sometimes whatever at ml loco you'll never find me on facebook because i'm never logged in but you can find me there sometimes some i'll <laughs> log in here and there but um those are the main platforms you could find me and uh what's up dude How you doing? yeah well i mean again thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, going through your career path with us and pretty much taking us on your own personal journey here um really look forward to your next performance and seeing you back on lucha underground if you have any info when it's coming back Spoiler alert! I'll tell you after. Okay, I okay. know everything. Okay, okay. well, okay, well, I'll, yeah, we'll talk after. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, where can they find you? Yeah, y'all can find me on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram. Uh, Facebook just Michael Mariscal. Instagram is gonna be Mike dot Mariscal. And every episode, I'd like to plug in or at least give a shout out to adopting and not shopping for pets. Uh, like again, my pit bull did wonders for me, and I adopted him. So definitely try to adopt and not shop. And Armenta, who's supervising the back over there. Where can I find you? Yeah, you can find me at Superfan Armenta on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find me at David Armenta on Facebook. Shout out to Lupus Org, donate to the cause. And if you can, please call Donate Platelets. You can donate platelets every seven days up to 24 times a year. And also, too, if you can, please go out and donate a whole blood. You can donate whole blood every 115 days a year. And I'm going to brag myself right now. My next donation, I would be donating up to a gallon of platelets. So, God damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's doable. I'm going to get a pin. But yeah, please go out and donate platelets. It's for a good cause. People out there with these diseases and um, cancer just definitely need it. So please go out and donate. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. The Geek Offensive has its own social media as well with the handle at Geek Offensive. This show is part of the Geek Say What Network, so big thank you to the network for providing a platform. Uh, it offers a, a plethora of other shows as well, not just this one. Uh, we have uh, Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture, hosted by Alex Gallet. Our weekly trivia podcast, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. And Nerds on a Roll, hosted by Lauren Peterson. Uh, all of the shows are now available on uh, Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your talking. And on the horizon, we have uh, DGIF, Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal, and RP Geek Allegories, hosted by JPG. Uh, look for those in the near future. I know I've been saying it for months now, but they're supposed to come out this year. Trust me. <laughs> uh, next shout-out goes to our associate producers, Wayland Productions, for sharing the space with us and helping us with the equipment and just helping us sound great. You can find them at wayland.ws and... Uh, Check out their audio drama, Where Live Frontier, now available on Alpha. Last shout-out goes to our Geek Apparel sponsor from Brooklyn, New York. That's jordandene.com, run by Jordan Ellis. Jordandene.com's Geek Apparel store. That's eco-friendly. They help you look nerdy. So buy a shirt, you heathens. Uh, use the promo code GEEKSAYWHAT and get 20% off your next purchase. And I believe that's it, Loco. Thank you so much again for doing this. This was an absolute pleasure. Uh, again, you're welcome back here anytime. Hell yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe, and check out r slash absolute units to join the offensive. Cue my music.
that on? Does it just is there a transformation that happens, or can yeah. you just hell yeah, 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 dude? It's it's a whole. Well, yeah, it is. I'll say it later. I'll save my energy for it. Save it. <laughs> Are we already recording, or is it running already? Yeah, we're recording. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I told you there's no start. This is just you how we tricky do every <laughs> Doesn't help when your buddy's running sound. So <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> No, it's not. You're not regretting this. <laughs> we're not really buddies. He never has regrets. I, I don't. He no just... regrets at all. <laughs> uh, but thanks for coming on, man. I oh, really appreciate this. Thank you. Uh, thanks for this cabron over here. <laughs> cabron is me. It's a little pet name he has for me. Yeah, I like it. means. Go ahead and Google it, folks. It, mean, it means pretty pony. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally a term of affection. <laughs> um, but folks, if you've been following the show over the past year or so, I've been getting back into pro wrestling and jumping in. And um, that's why it's been just a privilege to like actually have you on. And I lucked out. I didn't know Mike knew any <laughs> pro wrestlers. Little. Yeah, man. Although he never really liked wrestling. Except The I, Rock. No. Well, yeah, because you look like him. Like, like a Hispanic rock. <laughs> <laughs> so, <No>. you'd Piedra. <laughs> so you two grow up together. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like how, how long ago? Uh, Since I was a kid. Same hood. Yeah. Same, same hood. So yeah. this was he in the episode at all when you? Not when I talked about it, no. No, not specifically. But was there anything that any event that came up that he was connected to, or yeah, almost he was that, the, was he the anime friend or oh no 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 not at all <laughs> not at all. But his dad almost killed me though. What <laughs> his dad? Almost, his dad almost killed me. I was riding my rollerblades and I uh, very bravely ran through this like alleyway. Well, first I, of all, first of all, why are you riding? What was it? A, a it was skateboard roller, or rollerblades? Roller roller the damn alley, dude. Because I was six years old. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. have no concept of safety. Yeah, you were a little bit in the heat back then. Yeah. <laughs> oh so my god. So I just flew through this alleyway and I ended up smacking up the side of his dad's car and bouncing off. Oh Jesus. So were you gone. were you two already friends then? No. Or, I don't think so. No. Oh, that's how you became <laughs> I think friends. We no. Adopt we got older. <laughs> no, actually, no. Uh I remember I remember. Yeah. <laughs> My dad almost killed him. And, <laughs> and, no, no, and after a while, I mean, I think we didn't really start talking after we started working together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a hotel long, long time ago, right before I went to wrestling. Um, that's when we kind of just remembered each other and kind of pointed out. I was like, hey, you lived in the neighborhood. I know your sister. I, I know you. And then, and of course, my sister's the first person he mentions. <laughs> and I know, and, and be like, like what the fuck? <laughs> and he's, I mean, he was... You knew the kid. He was, uh, he lived, you lived right in the corner, didn't you? Like right in the yeah. corner of that main yeah, street yeah. that everyone died, not died, but there was a lot of accidents. A lot of car accidents and yeah, because no one knew how to stop at red lights apparently. So. <laughs> um, and no. this is, this is uh, Anaheim, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A couple uh, blocks away from here. Well, yeah. more than a couple. It was down the street. Yeah, basically. More than down the street. No, but uh, after a while, uh, it, we became good friends. I still kind of talk. Do I still talk to you? No, yeah. he ignores me. I always text him. About how old are you when you guys are working at the hotel together? <sighs> that was, was over ten years I ago. I was eight, I was eighteen, so that was at least eleven years ago. I'm th- yeah. I'm turning thirty this year. Oh, that's wow. funny. I'm twenty five yeah. now. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't but, tell under the mask. <laughs> no, no. Oh, but uh, how long have you been in the wrestling industry? Mm. Um, in well, March. We were, we were March already. Right? We're March 2019. Now. March, I started training about 11 years ago. I started training in March of 2011. Uh, not 11. Um, damn. How long ago? You got over we a decade under your belt. 2008. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 2000, 2008. And um, 
I started training in March. I debuted in September 13 of 2008. And I've been wrestling for, well, professionally wrestling for about 10 years already. I started training close to 11 years ago. So September 13th, hey, lucky number 13. I'll be, uh, well, this year, September, I'll be doing 11 years. And Uh, you look pretty healthy. Have you avoided any serious injuries? Oh, man. (laughs) Um, Oh, boy. I've had a few quite, like, really, not bad injuries, but just, I haven't had surgery. Knock on wood, so. um, But... I, I I joke around with my friends a lot. I joke around with family where they told me, "Ha ha ha, wrestling's fake." Uh, <sighs> I wouldn't say fake, man. Scripted. It, no, no, but see, no, no. Fake. It's fine. They could call it fake. Whatever it is, they could call it fake. But once you're in that damn ring and you have a messed up shoulder, a messed up neck, uh, hyperextended knees. Um, Open chin. Well, I got. Well, that's not really surgery, but I got Still. some staples. Uh, I got stabbed by the ring post oh. in Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> a couple concussions. I mean, it's 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 all real, dude. Oh man. And and it it it's a, it's a pain in the ass. I mean, again, no no big injuries, but uh, I don't sleep well at night. Oh man. It's just the back just kicks your ass i bet with all the bumps you're taking like i would recommend that any one that criticizes wrestling go watch an indie show so you're right by the ring and can see what all you guys are doing because uh i went to my first indie show uh bar wrestling um bar wrestling yeah a joy and uh yeah end of uh 2017 and i had like a whole new respect for the game like once i saw that up close i'm like jesus that this is what these performers are doing (laughs) yeah they they go wild uh wrestling has changed a lot yeah there's a lot more high flying there's more flipping there's more stuff and especially when it's an indie show they go balls out bro Mm -hmm. they go really hard i mean there's no stopping these guys are flying off the third rope these guys are flying off balconies these guys it's kind of like the old ecw Mm -hmm. but Indie right now, it's, it's pretty hot. Yeah. And if you well, went that's to where, that's where you are right now. Man. If, you, <laughs> if you went, if you went to bar wrestling, it's it's a it's quite exciting. Again, like you said, everything is. Uh, I think it's uh, standing room only, right? Yeah, and it's it's right there. It's close, and it's it's in your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then again, thank God you've avoided injury. But what's the average like lifespan of a wrestler? You've done ten. That seems like pretty long. Well. I mean, I have friends that have been in the business for 20 years. 20 years, okay. Um, see, Gosis just had his 30th year in the business just yesterday. Wow, I didn't know he was still doing it. Oh, he's still wow. doing it. He has, I mean, he's had bad knees. He had surgery, and then he's back at it again, dude. Um, actually, I I saw him a couple months ago. I actually had him, well, about last year, I think I had a match against him. It was me and my one of my tag team partners, SoCal Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus Hikoshi's and Little Cholo, which is another one of my homies, um, one of my good friends, one of my trainers, actually, Little Cholo. Uh, and he, you know, so still has it, bro. Wow, he 30 years. moves and he yeah. still has it. He has <laughs> the same charisma as he had 30 years ago. Yeah, he was definitely one of the guys in WCW that like got me. Like, I had no idea what Lucha was before that. Yeah. He was one of the guys that was just like, what is this? <laughs> no, and it's great. You know what? It's funny because. It's back again, Lucha. I mean, you've mm-hmm. seen 205 Live. You've seen Lucha Underground. You've seen um, 
just an influx of all these high flyers and it's mm-hmm. and uh, again a lot of indie guys work that style more mm-hmm. i mean yeah they're a little smaller than it was before but like 20 years ago you've seen these monsters you've seen these tall six foot five bodybuilding type guys and yeah. now it's like it's not a bad thing right it gives more opportunity to a lot of these agile guys um, well I, I feel like that style's a, a, a bit more athletic oh, yeah. it's much more difficult to to pull off and sell yeah and I mean, it does. It kicks your ass. Yeah, landing on your knees, landing. It's it's hard. Mm-hmm. You got to keep up. I'm I'm 35 right now, <laughs> and it's it's taking a toll. I mean, I mm-hmm. I feel it every morning. I feel it every time in the ring. It it's it's funny because when I first started, I used to um, I used to uh, see all these. Uh, veterans, these older uh, wrestlers, tape up their knees, they bandage up their knees, put icy hot in their knees. I'm yeah. like, wait, it's like, that's <laughs> fucking hardcore. Um, and then I do it now. Oh, no. <laughs> so like, oh, shit. It's, it's a full circle now. It's like, oh, man. I'm like, I'm always, I have knee bandaged. I have icy hot in my knees. I'm, I'm, I'm hurting afterwards. And it's, it, it's, it's, up. Yeah, yeah, but you still you still do a lot of the high flying stuff though, don't you? Because yeah. it's, it's your style. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I know a couple, like a few, like last year, if, I don't know how long ago it was, but you on your social media you put on this uh, this video of you flying over the the ring, you like a swan dive, arms out like spread like an eagle, then you did a flip onto the, like a man on your back. I was like, God damn, this motherfucker still got it. Stupid. Huh? Forty five <laughs> years old and he's still out there doing it. <laughs> You're just gonna get older throughout the show. Fifty seven year old Mariachi Loco. <laughs> no, dude. I, it, no, I have to keep up. I, I, uh, I think I need to slow down, but at the same time, I I don't. Um, I see the potential of getting injuries when i do a lot crazier stuff but when you're in the ring you're just doing stuff just because i mean it's just it's coming out yeah and, the and, adrenaline and you there. have that energy and you have been like how ah, what, what let's go yeah let's keep going let's 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 do it and there's no holding back and that's usually the thing when you're in the ring you can't have fear you can't hold back because once you hold back it's gonna be pretty bad yeah i bet people don't realize like you know as physical as uh, wrestling is it's also like it's performance art you're you're in there you're controlling the crowd's emotions you're um basically controlling how they feel and you know trying to get the biggest pop possible right oh yeah dude i'll tell you a little story um please a couple weeks ago i think it was a week ago a couple weeks ago i don't know Back to back, actually, it was it was a Saturday. Went to San Diego Baja Star uh, Lucha Libre down in the San Diego area, and the bottom rope broke right before our match. So it took a while. So the the crowd died. It was uh, dead. They were bored. Obviously, it's I mean, come on. There's no action happening. They just went to buy their last hot dog in the stand. So. What do we do? It's me and little Cholo. We usually go back and forth. It's usually me and Cholo as a partner, but I mean, we're now the Lucha homies. But um, (laughs) uh, we had a match against each other. They booked us against each other. I'm like, hey, screw it. Let's go in. Uh, So they tell us they're fixing the ring. uh, So just give us a couple minutes. Once we're in the ring, interest happens. We The crowd is there. Yeah. So our job now is to get this crowd going. So how do you get this crowd going after they've been sitting on their asses for about 20 minutes with nothing, just seeing the green crew fix this? And you have to think 
on the fly. Just whatever happens, let's just go with it. Let's let's bring them up. And what did we do? We got the crowd involved. We did the whole Hulk Hogan thing. We got him. We got him <laughs> pumping. We got over here. We went pointing. We made sure that everyone was chanting. And as soon as we got him. Boom, let's go. Let's start the match. Let's keep going and let's keep them up there. So throughout the match, we had to make sure we had these guys where they needed to be. And had you been working with your opponent before? Like, was that your first match with him? No, or? no. Uh, we've, been work- we've been working together for the longest time. Like I said, Lil Cholo is my original trainer. Mm-hmm. He's the one who taught me everything. He's the main guy that took my money when I first started uh, <laughs> uh, training. He's the guy that took me under his wing and... We've been partners. We've been friends. We've been uh, uh, enemies for the past 10 years now. So that helps when you're like it, trying to do a match like this. It right? helps a lot because we already know what to expect from each other. Mm-hmm. And then once we we got them, like, all right, dude, we know what to do. Let's go. Oh, that's awesome. Match went great. Match went the way we wanted and the crowd got up again. And then by the time the next match happens, they were already excited. Oh, wow. The following week on a different show in LA the ring broke <laughs> the ropes broke again <laughs> now the crowd's like is this part oh of the God. is this part of the story what the heck <laughs> so no for real it's just like oh this, this is a running gag now the um, next the, the next luchador doesn't be a repairman yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea mike yeah. dude idea. you should do it let's get you a mask <laughs> we, we can't we can't go repairman man, man. <laughs> repairman man, man, man. um <laughs> dude, oh, wow, and good it, pull and, and it was and it was and it happened again. It's like, oh, we already knew what to do. It was like, all right, dude, let's let's do it. Now, it's it, it was a really weird show too because it was supposed to be me and Cholo versus two guys. Mm-hmm. One guy didn't show up, so it's gonna be a three way. And then that changed, and we ended up me being Cholo versus Mariachi again. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh. well then, part two, let's go. Yeah, we did this almost exact same thing we did in the San Diego show. Got the crowd going, and boom. Mm-hmm. Great match. People were happy. Everyone was involved. Crowd was very excited by the next match. So you have to think on the fly, and you got to keep these crowds going. Especially when it's an indie show, it's like yeah. every everything's like right there, and then people get bored quickly yeah, if you don't keep those, them entertained. Those crowds are a little more aggressive too. Like they want, oh. they want their money's worth. Chinga, dude. They, they know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they want to be part of the show too, too much. So yeah, whatever. Um. All right. Well, okay. So, look. Uh, sorry. Um, Cholo was your trainer. Yeah. So let, let's wind it back a little bit. Actually, let's go what? On. When? Uh, how, how does a, a kid from Anaheim end up getting into pro wrestling? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm guessing you're you're from you're born there. No, right. I was actually born in Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my parents are from too. A huevo. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, no, I I was born in in Jalisco and mm-hmm. I migrated over in '89. Ching. When I was born, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. you're old. Yeah, in '89, <laughs> not that old. He's I'm 30, 34. He's I'm 55. <laughs> Wait, um, freaking youngins over there. Anyway. <laughs> um. I I always I think I always loved wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, did, I did love wrestling. I love lucha more than anything. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to watch lucha Lear with my dad um, almost every Saturday and Sunday. I used to watch Galavision, watch a lot of triple uh, triple A. Para ti, güey, porque no digo triple A. What does that mean? Triple <laughs> A. <laughs> you okay? Hate you. <laughs> um, but. I always liked it. My, I mean, I my dad's favorite wrestler and my wrestler was uh, Perro Aguayo. Perro Aguayo and uh, 
uh, one of the he was a big brawler. Uh, well, not a big brawler, but he was a brawler. He was n known very well in Mexico. He had big fights with Conan. I'm sure you guys know yeah. who Conan is. K-Dog. Um, and I always loved wrestling. I started watching AAA. And I fell in love with the characters. I fell in love with La Parca. I fell in love with Octagon. And I remember, too, because my grandma used to bring Every time she visited uh, Jalisco, Guadalajara, she would always bring me an Octagon mask. Same mask oh, wow. every single time. She always brought it to me. I actually have one still. Um, she always bring me one. I always kept them I would, and lost them. And then every single time she went there, she, she brought it. And I always loved wrestling. And then I discovered the WWF. And, of mm -hmm. course, Hulk Hogan was always the big guy. And right. everyone loved Hulk Hogan. But then after a while, I started watching. I think I started watching wrestling again. Um, well, I, I watched early 90s and then again I started watching 95 I fell in love with like the new style the, or the next generation of mm -hmm. WWF which was Shawn Michaels Bret Hart these guys were like the best to me yeah The Undertaker mm -hmm. The Undertaker dude yeah. it's like one of Undertaker's the, prime healthy yeah <laughs> dude he still he still has he's it still, yeah <laughs> uh, but these these are the guys I grew up watching just pro wrestling like WWF and then WCW happened with the whole uh, cruiserweight. It's like, mm -hmm. oh shit! That was the main reason I watched WCW. Yeah. I was just like, what is this? This yeah. is insane. I was those kids that went back and forth, you know, mm -hmm. watching Raw and uh, and WCW or Nitro. Uh, we would go and tape Raw, tape WCW. Mm -hmm. I although I never watched or even care for any of the pay-per-views i don't know why but i think they had like uh, their best matches in nitro at least the cruiserweights yeah so i've always i always watch it and tape that but or i didn't have enough money to get the pay-per-views see that i was in the same boat my parents were like yeah. we're not spending 50 bucks on this <laughs> forget that just, we already got cable just watch it <laughs> couldn't afford the black box to get exactly. the pay-per-views <laughs> this is like the second time in a few weeks the black box came up like <laughs> it's like oh, every cousin yeah. had one or something yeah. some somebody in the family had it <laughs> My, my brother still has one. <laughs> Although I'm not gonna lie to you, sometimes I, you know, I'll turn on to. I usually was chat like channel 98 or 99, would listen to the pay per view. Oh, I don't know. Do they have the little that. scrambly things? That that food knows about it, Mikey. I do. Watch Mikey, porn right? <laughs> of course, Mikey. Maybe yeah. that's what we call you from mm, now on. Suck a dick. I do not want to be that at all. <laughs> Only my family and this asshole calls me that. Oh, so sure thing, Mikey. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, but um. Uh, yeah, I always I, again. I always loved wrestling, and then once I got a little bit older, um, I think in '96 they 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 opened a a lucha libre show almost every weekend here at the Anaheim Indoor Marketplace. I used to go watch once in a while, and I I'm like, ah, that's cool. About how old are you here? 94, 96. Dude, I hate math. <laughs> um, you were 25. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was. <laughs> I think it was like going to drop kick you to that window. <laughs> you probably could. I think I've, I've seen him be more. 12 or 13. So, I mean, okay. I started going to the shows. I didn't go every weekend, uh, mm -hmm. but every chance I went, every, every chance I had, I, I, I went. And, um, excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, every chance I had, I, I would go and watch it. And they'll have guys like Super Parca, Porky, uh, L.A. Park. They they had a lot of big names going in there. Oh, it was okay. funny because Vampiro was there. Oh, wow. Um, uh, 
prototype. You know prototype? I think he's. I don't think I know. I think prototype. it's John Cena now. Oh, <laughs> but he. This is OVW or his indie yeah. name, yeah. But he, they used to go there and 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 have shows there all the time. Uh, a lot of the, um, uh, no, it wasn't OVW. It was, um, oh, crap. Anyways, uh, they will bring the guys over to work because the show was every weekend, and then that's how they'll get better. Um, Christopher Christopher Daniels was their first champ. Oh, so, shoot. Yeah, there was okay. a lot of names that went through there. And, again, years passed by, and I'm like, I want to be a wrestler because then kids started wrestling. Oh. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I would see these kids wrestle, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. And I think when I was 24, I got my income tax money back. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you know what? Let's put this money. Let's put this money to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, boom, let's go. Let's do it. There's no holding back. We got to do it. I got to at least get this out of my bucket list. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, at least I tried. Oh, right. And. Well- Go ahead. What else were you? Was anything else going on at the time, or is it just working, dude? Just I was working, just working. I mm-hmm. I graduated high school. There was really nothing for me to do. I sucked at school. I did I did go to school for a while, and I was doing uh, sound engineering. The I I went as far as getting a, a certificate. You got the associates degree? No, just a certificate. certificate. No associates. Nothing. Mm. Um, and then I just stopped going. It was a work and I needed to pay rent and needed to help at home. Um, and again, again, I just decided I need to do this. Right. Uh, it's it's something that I've been doing. Because I used to, okay, I, I skipped a few things. But I used to <laughs> do a lot of the backyard wrestling with my with my brother. Oh. Uh, so we would get mattresses. We'd put in the garage. We'll slam each other. We'll do stupid moves and we'll get hurt and we'll <laughs> grab um, um, stuff that we just found laying around and just break it uh, you know on top of each other and just throw each other on top of things so uh, we always loved it I used to sneak in to the um, the Anaheim Pond or not Anaheim Pond remember the pond is right over here yeah, <laughs> the, the Honda pond. Center buddy no it's <laughs> always the pond yeah, screw that just like the block <laughs> yeah the yeah. block <laughs> let's of orange get yeah. the hell out of here <laughs> yeah swami anyways <laughs> well the Anaheim the Anaheim the indoor, uh, I would sneak in the indoor to use the ring. So my brother and I would just bump around and then oh. just go in there and just use it until the damn security guard kick us out. <laughs> I remember one time one of my big friends um, decided to uh, powerbomb me. Again, I had no training. I had no how, no idea how to take a bump. He powerbombed me in there. Hurt really bad, dude. I had this pain go from my my my. Sp- Spinal cord from my 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 tailbone all the way to my neck. Oh. It was horrible. Now I see him, I just want to kick his ass. <laughs> He's still big guy, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> but then again, I just decided to start a training. So I went to talk to the main guy, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, how do I do this? Five hundred dollar deposit." I'm like, okay. Okay, I give my deposit. You pay this amount of money, and then just started training. And then one of the main guys that again that was there was with well, the guy was there was Silo Cholo, which was running classes. I think it was Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Mm-hmm. I would go training every day. I would uh, go before work. I would work graveyards, so I will go to training. Not even shower sometimes. Just go directly to the work, do my graveyard shift, and then do it all over again. What were you doing? Uh, I, work? at, I was working at for a the, hotel. Just, uh, for the I hotel. Was working okay. at a hotel. And that's when you meet this guy. Yeah, that's when I met him. Ah. He, he was there every night, and he looked like he hated his life when he was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was painful, dude. I mean, uh, when I first started training, I had I had sore muscles where I th- never thought I had 
muscles. It was really <laughs> weird to explain. Like, like right below my abs, like it would really, really hurt. But I knew if I didn't go, I would probably fail, or someone would mm-hmm. just kick me out. I don't know. But I always had that in my mind. I got to do it. 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 No matter what, I had purple forearms because of the smacking I, my back was marked red because of the ropes um, the bumps my neck was really stiff because all the back bumps you used to take so it's, it's painful dude yeah. and a lot of times wrestling tests you this way a lot of the times when you go to training first they'll test if you really have it mm-hmm. or if you really want this because so they're, they they're gonna try and break you at they first. will try to do as much as they can to make sure that this is what you really want they'll make you do tedious things do 100 squats, do 100 push-ups, stand on the wall, mm-hmm. like, or lean against the wall while, while squatting. Um, do this, do that, do not get in the ring. I didn't get in the ring until maybe a month after I started training, so I was doing a lot of drills in the ground. Were, were you already kind of athletic? Did you play sports growing up? Not really. Not really. I mean, the only thing, the only <laughs> thing was soccer. That's still athletic. Cholo, this fool doesn't I, think soccer. It, I think is. I kind of do now. I've grown up. Wow. Look, go. I know. Wow. I know. Look at me go. I used to, I always talk. I always used to always talk shit on soccer. All the time. It's a lot of running, man. I know. I know. I used to call it training for other sports. <laughs> Forty-five minute cardio. Exactly. Yeah. Or it's it, ninety it, minutes. It's good. It's good conditioning, is it's, what it was. That's what I was. But <laughs> um. I would, I mean, the only thing I had was like skateboarding. I would skateboard a lot with my friends. I wasn't very good, but I was always on that skateboard running around. kind of used to the injuries yeah. at that point. Yeah. Oh, dude, my shins. <laughs> Don't remind me about my shins oh. or, my, or my ankles. I tried to do a kickflip the other day and I landed it, but then it hurt. Oh. Yeah. I was like, hey, ankles. It sounds like a bag of chips. Dude, no, that's an actual oh thing. I, I skated the other day and like my ankles like snapped and it was like, I was just kicking and it fucking hurt. You're old fool. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm 30. It's called 30s, man. It's the worst. Welcome. The worst. <laughs> um, when it, Let's bring it back a little bit. So that first day of your class, so you, you pay the $500 deposit. W- what's going through your mind right before that first class? Oh, a lot of things. <laughs> The main the main thing was don't get hurt, don't act a fool, which is pretty hard for me because I'm very I'm a very foolish man. <laughs> I mean the name says everything, but whatever. Um, yeah, man, I was just very nervous, nerve wracking because I watch wrestling. I know I, I kind of I was kind of smartened up to it in a way, in a way where I knew I there's more into it than just the bumps and just the running of the ropes so i was sort of prepared but again i was just nervous okay what's going to happen what mm-hmm. what am i going to do because i think these guys were doing it was like oh already <laughs> in the ring nope go round around go round around squats uh burpees all uh, tedious dude again mm-hmm. they're just trying to test you to see if you really want it i already paid my money so i yeah, <laughs> better like, stick around yeah um and that's how it was for about a month until I actually got in the ring. A lot of the times, a lot of these old school uh, places, or back in the day, they won't let you in the ring until they knew you were ready. Mm-hmm. And I think I had it okay, and I think I had it rough in the same time because we had what was called Hell Week, where it was nothing but drills, kind of like a military drill, dude. That uh-huh. You go in there, and they will beat you down, they will tear you apart, and they will 
you will be sore. Mm-hmm. So now by the time you're ready for the ring, you're so tired. Now let's get it on. And it gets because it's, it is what it is. I mean, when you're in the ring, when you're actually wrestling, your adrenaline's pumping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're going in motion. It's like a different type of cardio. Mm-hmm. It's a different type of of uh, sport where everything's happening at once. So you're you're uh, you're tired quicker. Oh so yeah. So you have to be on top of your game. Yeah, it's that you have to dump. be. You have to be ready to go because if you're tired and you're going into the next move and something happens where you're just done, then you're done. So you have to be in that kind of condition where it's like, okay, let's get you tired now. Right. Let's, let's go training because that's that's what their mentality was or at least when I was doing it where mm-hmm. okay let's get you tired first and then we'll go into the ring and do what we need to do uh, well, okay so when they finally bring you into the ring are you even able to be, get excited about that or yeah dude I mean okay. it's always exciting okay. getting inside the uh, in in the ring inside the ropes it's like oh, yes <laughs> let's do it <laughs> running again running the ropes it's a lot harder than what you think. It's a little harder. You're hitting those ropes pretty hard. Yeah. And actually, the ring that they were using was the old, it was an actual old WCW ring. When they folded, uh, the guy bought, I think, a couple rings, some mats. They still have some nitro uh, uh, mats. Oh, wow. <laughs> or canvases. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty surreal. Because, you know, at the time, you're not really thinking of what's going on. It's just a ring. It's just a wrestling ring. Yeah. But now you kind of put your mentality and say, wait, this is a WCW ring. Yeah. Hulk Hogan wrestled in here. I grew up during the Monday Night Wars. Sting wrestled in here. (laughs) Um, Ric Flair wrestled in here. Holy shit. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. That's all he knows. That's all he knows. It really is. (laughs) Um. And, and and it just and it just hits you, you know. It's like holy shit, damn. <laughs> um, and, and it's it, it's pretty exciting. It's it's always exciting. I mean, it's always exciting for me. Even till now, I get pretty excited when I'm in the ring. And if you've seen my videos, and if you've seen me in the ring, be- even before I wrestle, I try to grab the energy from from everyone, mm-hmm. and I try to take give them a little bit of my energy as well. But it's it's it's. Again, it's so real. It's 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 pretty awesome feeling when you get in there. Well, I think that energy it kind of goes into how you build your relationship with that crowd because that's what you're doing when it's this type of performance art, and you're kind of controlling their reactions and trying to get a rise out of them. Like it, you're not just like getting the boo or cheer. It's like you, they you want them on the ride with you. Oh yeah, you have. To, I mean, you you're you're gonna have to look for it sometimes, but sometimes when you're it, it's sometimes easier when you're you have the charisma when you're I'm not saying I have charisma but I do have charisma I have a lot of it you want some for a 65 for a 65 year old man you have a lot of charisma for sure <laughs> he's up to 65 now <laughs> um it, it's it's a lot easier for some of us mm-hmm. for me I think it's really easy mm-hmm. but at the same time I kind of have to work with it or have to work towards it um once once the mask is on and once that music hits it's it's a very now it's a cliche thing to say where it's like it's it's me but with the volume turned all the way up yeah but i mean that's totally true that's how like all the biggest stars i feel like get over it and and it's and it is i mean i mean mikey knows me um uh 
I'm always I always have energy. I always I'm ready mm-hmm. to go. And sometimes I'm very pissy, but that's a whole yes. different story. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I figured it's kind of like you're gonna have your bad days yeah. at work, you know. <laughs> but again, once that mask is on, I already know. Boom. Yeah. Game time. Let's mm-hmm. go. And I'm always getting ready right before that 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 beat drops. Um, <laughs> boom. Let's go. Let's yeah. get it going till the end. Till the till the last uh, bell rings. So it's it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's 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 an amazing feeling. If you haven't had that feeling, ugh, you're missing out on a lot. I bet it's intoxicating. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, I'm still doing it. Because whenever I've seen you wrestle, when you put that mask on, like I just whenever I see you doing your thing, it's like yeah, that's definitely the guy that I know. Just like an embodiment of everything you are oh, in that wee. character. It's yeah. weird, but yeah, it definitely screams a lot about who you are, though. Switching only. <laughs> sure, for eighty-five-year-old men. <laughs> well, twenty now, twenty plus. Hey, hey I, there's no method to this madness. No. Uh, so how long is it before, okay, so you're, you're training, how long is it before your first actual mass match? Well, again, I think I started uh, March, somewhere in March, I don't know what it is, but, uh, I started training in beginning of March of 2008 and September 13th, there was a, there was a show in the LA County Fair. I remember this day like if it was tomorrow. I mean, yesterday. Um, the Eagles was playing in the background. Aye, we. Hotel California. <laughs> <Eagles>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hotel California was playing in the <laughs> monitors right outside over and over and over and over and over again. So I remember, I remember my first matches, actually. It was really weird. Um my trainer or the promoter, which is Martin Marin, um, said, I need guys to wrestle. I need guys to go in and you're going to wrestle. What? You're ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> they told you the day of the match. There's they actually no- told me the week before. The week before. I was just going to go there just to pay my dues, mm-hmm. pull the ring. And that pay my dues basically means is you pay your dues. Uh, you literally pay your dues. You pay your dues. Uh. Um, which, again... Once, when you first start training, you're you're training everywhere. You learn how to build a ring. You learn how to break a ring. You learn how to set up chairs, uh, merch, referee, uh, run and get the guys when their match is next, which was called runners, which I did a lot in the uh, OC County Fairs. Um, I would be the guy that will go and grab the uh, the capes from the wrestlers, run back, put it back with it. So it's, again, you learn everything. Um, I thought I was going to go to the show just to do what I need to do. And the week before, they tell me, you're going to wrestle. Oh, I have no, I have no gear. <laughs> well, we'll we'll find some. Just be ready. Oh shit! Okay. Um. So the day happens. I'm super nervous. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna go on. Um. Everything in my mind is just just passing through. And my first match was with Super Kendo. If you don't know who Super Kendo is, look him up. Call him Chombito, but it's Super Kendo. He made my, actually, he made my very first mask. But um, I was super nervous, but he made it so easy for me. 
Yeah. He made it so easy for me. Um, it was a tag match, so it wasn't that bad. Was he a veteran at the time? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was, he's been around. He was one of the... He had a lot of matches in, mm-hmm. in the 80s, AAA okay. and a lot of indie shows. And I mean, he was big. He's one of the uh, the big names back in Mexico and Japan. Uh, and again, he made, he made now he makes masks. Even okay. then, he made masks. That's awesome. Uh, I, I think it's just, that's, the, I think, the right mentality. It's like when the veteran gets yeah. somebody new and they, they help you out and he, take care of you. He's the, he still is the kindest man. He's a great guy. Um, he made it so easy for me. Now, the... the, the Rest of the matches was just horrible. <laughs> I wrestled, I think, six times, and I think I almost died on my last one on that night. Um, went you through, had six matches that night? I six, six matches that night. Jesus. So my debut day as a professional wrestler, I wrestled six times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrestled singles. I wrestled tags. I, had, I wrestled trios. And the last match I had was a battle royal, which are fun. Mm-hmm. Battle Royals are always fun. I always love watching Royal Rumble, and it was the same concept. Um, we were trying to get this guy out. He didn't want to get out. He was being very difficult. We wanted to toss him out because, you know, he was next. <laughs> um, and I just had it. I was like, you know what? I'm getting out. I'm going to eliminate myself. So the guy, I'm pounding on him, pounding on him, and... I run towards him and actually he flags me out, which is the name of the move, a flag out basically. Mm-hmm. Throws his hand over me and or onto me and then just tossing me behind. Kind of like a back body drop, but okay, on the but over the over the rope. Now I was supposed to just go over the rope and just fall next to the apron. Mm-hmm. Well, this piece of shit threw me over the ring post. So I flew over the <laughs> ring post. Luckily, I knew how to turn in midair, and I landed. On my feet and not on my head. <laughs> so that was going to be my last night as a professional wrestler, too, but I knew how to protect myself. Oh my it's the God. scariest thing ever, and I was just <laughs> glad the night was over. Six matches out, I was just relieved that I was done. Oh, it was scary. It was fun, but at the same time, you know, everything, it, the adrenaline was pumping. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, and they kind of threw you to the wolves too. Yeah, six man, matches, six <laughs> matches, uh, and it's funny because the the gear I wore. Another name you guys need to look up was uh, Skyde, one of the best, uh, if not the best, hold to hold guy, technical guy. Okay, he would tie you up in a pretzel if he wanted to. Legit dude, small guy. But huh. I wore his like a, gear. Like a Dean Malenko kind of yes. stocky? Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Once you see him, look him up. Skyde. I'm following him on Instagram, so if you follow me, I can show you. I love <laughs> um, But no, dude, it was so real. And then after, after, years afterwards, I told him about it, and he's like, oh, you use my gear? Oh, did, you any good? <laughs> <laughs> not really. They better not confuse you with me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, so you got to wear his mask then? I, his mask, his oh, gear, and wow. everything, which is really weird. I mean, you're wearing some someone else's stuff and it's considered bad luck <laughs> to wear <laughs> someone else's stuff uh, so i was and i mean it was kind of bad it wasn't bad but it was it was a pretty scary night towards the end but it was it, it was very exciting at the same time and again i was very thankful that i had guys in there that i've worked with and still work with some of them mm-hmm. and Helped me out a lot, and yeah. it's 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 very it's very hard to find those kind of people, mm-hmm. especially in this business, because everyone wants to be better than the other. 
Right. And luckily these guys were there to help me out. Yeah, that kind of environment can get uh, pretty toxic. I mean, you saw it with the the big leagues in WCW. But, no. um I would imagine some of that is in every league. Everywhere. Yeah. In this too. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we're all replaceable. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you... How long before you got your own mask? Or it's like... Why... <laughs> I went through a lot of gimmick changes. Really? Okay. Something wasn't working, so they changed it. So, okay, uh, I used the Skyday stuff, and they call me Ultra Taro. Mm-hmm. Ultra Bull, I guess. Pinche Toro. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, they, I decided to make a mask that kind of resembled the Ram, more like a cybernetic Ram, which I called it Cyber Ram. Um was going to get ready to debut it but before that I was working as Spider-Man as a vampire <laughs> um what else I forgot what it was but I worked a lot of gimmicks and then finally I was going to debut my character which was Cyberam um Cyberam so you had like a tech theme it was yeah a very cybernetic feel to it okay i won't i only used it once and then it, it just wasn't working mm-hmm. i i didn't feel it there's there's really nothing for me to work there was it was it given to you or did you come up i kind of came up with it okay. and i wasn't very good at coming up with anything no. as a matter of fact <laughs> i didn't know what the hell i was going to be i knew mm-hmm. i wouldn't wanted to wear a mask um because again i fell in love with lucha so mm-hmm. I, I wanted to wear a mask um how so did you even come up with an idea like a cyber ram? I don't know. It had <laughs> horns. The other guy had horns. Cybernetic <laughs> ram. Like well, ra- what's rams is what? It's what you see in computers, we, right? We uh, uh oh, <laughs> that's a hard pull. Oh God. Anyways, <laughs> shut up. Well, that's. I mean, uh, I mean, it's not like every league has like a writer's room or anything, right? So a lot of times it's it's the wrestlers coming up with their own yeah. stuff. Yeah, sometimes it, some people are, you know what? A lot of guys already, they already know their gimmick before they even start training, which is the bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no... I had no clue what I wanted to do. Right. I don't know what I what my character was. I had no idea. Spider... Excuse me. Spider-Man didn't work. Although I, <laughs> I climbed the ring pool like a spider. <laughs> I hung upside down like Spider-Man. Um... The vampire thing was horrible. I was doing a lot of Undertaker stuff. Was there a mask or was no? It was just face paint. Face paint. So hopefully, there's no video out there. (laughs) Mask. Hope there is. Um, uh, Again, I just went through a lot of gimmick changes, Um, and then, and then, they came up to me. It was Martin. They came up to me. I was like, I have have another gimmick that you might be able to work. I'm like. What, what promotion is this? Sorry. This is WPW. This WPW. is World Power Wrestling, okay. which was we used to run a lot in, in the Anaheim Marketplace. Um, it still runs once in a while, but it, they don't do a lot of the shows there every week, at least not every weekend. They do like Father's Day or those big Mexican events. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we're doing Sabroso. Have you heard of the Sabroso Festival? No. The first Sabroso Taco Festival. It's like a beer fest, taco fest. It's happening in um, Dana Point. How have I not heard of this? Holy Seriously, crap, dude, yeah, I gotta yeah. go. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be awesome. And then we we do a lot of their other shows too. And Sabroso does uh, Texas, uh, Denver, Seattle, and some other city. Um, anyways, um, so they they Cholo and Martin basically asked me if I want to do another character. I was like, oh, I got nothing. So whatever, why not? And at this point, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not. I can't make anything work. Um, 
So they bring this box, the box of gimmicks. <laughs> um, literally. <laughs> really? That's, they had a box of gimmicks? I, I, I stole that from uh, something to wrestle. Have uh, you guys not heard of that podcast? You listened to it. It was Bruce, Bruce Pritchard. Mm. And um, uh, I forgot the other guy's name. I'm sorry. But anyways, um, there's this box inside. There's this red mask, this, these red tights that kind of look kind of funny. Um, the mouth had a tongue sticking out above the eyes. There were two trumpets crossed, and there's musical notes everywhere. Oh. And there's these tights that look like a mariachi suit mm-hmm. in a way. So I'm like, okay, what is it? It's El Mariachi Loco. <sighs> really? Oh, <I'm> already... <laughs> this is like another clown gimmick. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Whatever. Um, just do it. And if it doesn't work, we'll just scrap it like the others and just get it over with. And I think this was 2012. Okay. Um, I'm like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, whatever. Let's do it. So they gave me the gimmick. It was too tight for me. Uh, the last guy that had it was probably a little smaller than me. Uh, I was skinny. I mean, I had a belly. I was out of shape, dude. I was horribly out of shape. <laughs> I was a skinny dude with a pinche panza. Panza yep. means stomach. <laughs> um, so it was, it was, I don't know. So I'm like, all right, let's 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 do it. I started working with it. I started use, using the character just as a normal or generic uh, wrestler. But then I'm like, we got to make this work. Mm-hmm. I have to make this work. I have to do something with it. And if you haven't heard the song El Mariachi Loco, which is a very popular Mexican um, song, which I just learned that a lot of mariachis actually don't like playing that song because it's requested a lot. Oh. Um if you hear it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Do you know it? I've I know you know me, I, but you don't know it. I I mean I I listened to it. I I've heard it before, but I don't really know the so words. So once you go to, when you edit this episode, just play it on, and then they'll hear it a little bit. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. It's El Mariachi Loco. I like the Pedro Fernandez version, please. I'll look it up. Thank you. <laughs> but it's uh, the lyrics basically say, El Mariachi Loco quiere bailar. El Mariachi Loco quiere bailar. Can you translate that? El Mariachi Loco wants to dance. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> all it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, quiere bailar el Mariachi Loco, pero no hay pareja, blah, blah, blah. It's basically this this Mariachi wants to dance, but there's no one to dance with. Oh, so okay. I'm like, okay. All right. So I'm a lonely Mariachi with some dancing moves. Whatever. So I started watching a lot of... Uh, Pedro Fernandez moves, which he moves his hips a lot. It's like, oh, wait, that's a lot of hip movement. That's more than nervous. Um, so I started studying that. It's funny because you study people outside of the business to kind of get a lot of the stuff that you do. And okay, well, how do I how do I do it in the ring? So then I started looking at Rikishi. I don't know if you remember yeah, Rikishi yeah, and remember Too Rikishi. Cool and it's like boom, uh-huh. left, right, left, left. Everything's in the middle of the ring so yeah. you want to make sure everyone sees it. So I'm like, okay. So I implemented both of them and I got my little dance. I have a little signature dance if you yeah. haven't seen it and usually the uh, my entrance is I think what gets me over. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it just went from there. It transformed from me just doing a stupid little uh, shifting movement to an actual... Uh, I guess it's. I guess you could call it a uh, um, 
uh what do you call that thing when you uh rehearse a dance and you play it out like a chore chore there you go choreography choreography, choreography. <laughs> uh, an actual choreography on it and that's what i do i go in there i get the people going i do my entrance i hop in i do a little dance i move with my butt a little bit get the girls going <laughs> um, and then and then it just grew from that and then eventually through time i implemented the character into my moves i ha i have this uh this move called the baile sorpresa which is used in quinceañeras you know what a baile sorpresa is <laughs> yeah, right it's a surprise, so it's a, is it's a surprise dance <laughs> okay so it's usually jab jab forearm as a guy turns around stunned I gave him a super kick. Surprise. <laughs> Boom, go for the pin. So, by the surpresa. Um, so, a lot of the things that I do in the ring now, which I didn't have back then, is now part of the character. And again, it, it, it took time. Yeah. But I made this sucker work. And then I think throughout time, I started working in it and it, and it worked. I've been, I've, I've been mariachi local for about, what is it now, six years since 2013. 12, 13? Yeah, 2012, so, yeah. so yeah, seven, yeah, almost seven and years now. I just went from there, and then I kind of branched out from my training facility or, or the company, WPW, into the independency. Now, before I started training, I had no idea what independent wrestling was. Mm -hmm. No clue. I, I always thought it was ECW, WCW, and then WWF. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of us during that time grew up thinking had, that was it. I had no idea. And then once I started learning the independence scene, I'm like, oh, I mean, back then, like in 2009, 2008, it wasn't, it wasn't the way it was now. No. Where there was only a couple companies out there. The PWG was just growing. Um, there was some, I think ROH might've been ROH pretty was, new then. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, it just started growing from there and then i eventually started getting bookings and trust me it's not as glorious as you think once you become a professional wrestler especially independent because in, it's like starting a band or starting whatever you don't get paid shit yeah i, I was actually gonna ask you about that and the, the touring schedule too there's a joke right i mean it's not really a joke because it's true sometimes there's <laughs> lucha companies that will pay you a torta and a soda and a handshake thank you for coming what legit, <laughs> legit. better be a good ass torta <laughs> dude sometimes it wasn't sometimes <laughs> sometimes like the uh the, the abuelita was making the torta <laughs> but yeah i almost broke my neck but this torta is pretty good yeah, <laughs> worth it no but you don't i mean it doesn't pay well and you hear the story from mm -hmm. every wrestler. Um, if you listen to The Rock, if you read his book, he would sleep and use mattresses. He'll find a mattress in the street and he'll travel. And it's not as bad as it was before because back then you will travel to city to city like a freaking gypsy. Yeah. And you'll do your rounds. Now it's a lot easier because there's people there's there's youtube there's the internet and people would see you they don't have to travel so much all you need to do is just uh look you up on youtube and then oh let's book this guy let's call him up mm -hmm. let's get him going before yeah. you actually had to pay your dues uh go to city to city get paid 20 bucks 15 dollars, 30 dollars. if you were really good maybe 50 bucks damn so i mean it it didn't didn't pay, it still doesn't pay as much but mm -hmm. again if you're hungry you're gonna go out there and you're gonna sacrifice everything you're gonna sacrifice family you're gonna sacrifice uh your health you're gonna sacrifice your time a lot of sacrificing so it's a pain in the ass it's, yeah. it's not a hard 
it's, it's, I mean, it's not an easy business to be in, especially when you're starting. Um, you, you'll travel hours, hours just to get a booking for $30. Damn. So sometimes you'll just travel with a bunch of guys. You'll split the, uh, the gas. You'll come back not with $30. You'll probably come back with five bucks because you need to, you need to eat and you yeah. need to put gas in your car. So it's, it's, it's a pain in the ass. And so, I did some rounds like that where I was, I was out on a Friday night. Didn't come back till Sunday, 1 p.m., and had to go work. Damn. So how long, from the time you had your first match, how long before you're getting booked? Outside? Um, or just in general? Well, I mean, luckily with the company that I was being trained with, they always had wrestling matches every okay. Sunday. So he'll bring guys, and I'll work with them, big-name guys. I worked uh, Blue Panther. I worked Cerritos, which is oh, this wow. Aguila. Yeah. Um, uh, bestia, uh, um, a lot of guys, a lot of a lot of big names. So, mm, very nervous, of course. But then I've I've I learned how to work different styles. I learned how to work uh, lucha American, and then just implement them both, kind of like a hybrid, which is you see now. Mm -hmm. um, but luckily, everything was on a weekly basis. Every Sunday, every Sunday, right. every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday, no matter what. And um, I, th I think 2013, one of the promoters came by and saw me work. and was like, I want you in my show. So that, I think that's when I started going mm -hmm. to other places. UYPW was the first one that kind of gave me that break. Um, it's not out there right now, but uh, I was one of their – actually, I was their first um, tag team champion with one of the other guys, oh, wow. which is really – it's a big thing. I mean, mm -hmm. so if someone wants to give you a belt, it's like, oh, shoot. And and it was super 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 cool. So, um, well, how do they actually decide that the booker just likes just, it? Or? I mean, it's just how the people want. Sometimes okay. they want to put it in some in someone. Sometimes it's just okay. We want to put this guy over. So how would he put him over? Mm -hmm. Let's give him a belt. Okay. Um, but it just depends how the promoter wants to do it. I mean, if uh, for me, I'm like I'm like all right. Well, I'm not traveling anywhere, so I'm just gonna keep the title here. So. There's no point. And sometimes that's what promoters want. Here, take your belt everywhere else so they could see it and they right. know who we are. Um, but I think after 2013, I started putting my name out there and then I had companies get me and and book me. So it's just sometimes word by word of mouth. Mm -hmm. um, and then it just grows your popularity. Well, I'm not super popular, but I got my little following, especially in the LA area. Uh, I've been wrestling a lot in Las Vegas now and in, in uh, Arizona, a couple of Texas here and there, a lot in San Diego. But um, you just get that that following, and mm -hmm. then once that following happens, they they'll call you and they'll feel for you. And yeah, and there's some companies I still haven't worked for, which I love to work with. I mean, I haven't wrestled for bar wrestling in, which is you'd fit right probably, in a bar from what I've seen. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully soon. I'm not, I don't know. I mean, it's all up to Joey. Hi, Joey. <laughs> Shout out. I've touched his penis before. Have you? <laughs> oh, it's dangerous. <laughs> Why would how, you? How did you live to talk about it? My God. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a cramp. <laughs> uh, um, 
No, dude, but it's 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 how it is. It's just you just word of mouth and just have to stay positive and you just have to work, work, work. And since then, um, I've gotten a lot of opportunities. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, especially with social media. Like it gives you the chance to like, hey, I can build that following. Like this is where you can always find me. This is where you can buy my shirt. Like oh, dude, I, wait, do you have a is that your shirt? I actually that I am wearing my Official mariachi logo shirt. Sure, we'll blast the link out for that. Boom. We will. Yeah, oh, we will. It's very. It's a. It's nice color. Thank I dig it. Yeah. No, dude, you have to get these colors that are stand out because yeah, it if if they see a black and white shirt, it's like oh okay, ooh, look at yeah. that one. Yeah, you know, it's I just, dig it. Just like a kid, and 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 it's and I and I I saw the colors too. It's like lo quiero. <laughs> do, do, do you guys make dog? Do you make dog shirts for my dog? So I can put it on my dog. We can make one for you. You, you should. Hell yeah! What kind of dog you got? It's a pit bull. <laughs> You have a pit bull too? Yeah. Me too. He's I know. We, we talked about this. Oh, before. really? Yeah. <laughs> no. I met your pit bull before. Ginger. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But, oh, sorry. What was that? That was that was me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. He doesn't know how to use his finger. <laughs> you should know. <laughs> <laughs> where, where were we? <laughs> no, yeah, uh, uh, I, take, yeah. I take full advantage of social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big Instagram whore, so I'm always out there just throwing content out uh regardless if it's pictures regardless if it's uh uh promoting shows um like i said little cholo one of my good friends and one of my trainers um we decided to just hey let's go with this whole lucha homie thing we started making videos maybe about three years ago just a little short videos me Mm -hmm. screwing around with cholo just just pushing its buttons and mm-hmm. just just going from there, and people just kept asking for it, kept asking for it, and then we teased a whole um, YouTube channel, and it turned out into an actual match where we we're going to decide who whose uh, whose name is going to come first in the show, <laughs> which we still haven't done it, uh, so it's, <laughs> there's no payoff. Um, and and then now we're just doing shows, and people are promoters are asking us, "Hey, uh, can you promote our, sh- our show by uh, your style?" It's like, "Oh, okay, let's do it." Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I try to be uh, what do you say? Uh, how do you say it? relevant? Right? Yeah, yeah sure. Relevant, yeah. relevant to whatever's happening. So if you're if you're not seeing me in the ring, at least you're seeing me in social media, just pushing myself and pushing myself and pushing videos. And st- I mean, they're really, I mean, I think they're fucking hilarious, <laughs> but um, they're pretty funny videos. So if you go to El Mariachi underscore Loco, um, you'll find a lot of my videos. You'll see some matches. You'll see uh, pictures. You'll see a lot of these goofy uh, videos where I'm just picking on Cholo and vice versa. <laughs> um, but we have a lot of fun. Again, I. We take advantage of. I'm very bad at Twitter. I'm horrible on Facebook. Um, Facebook kicked me out because they really wanted to use my real name. I was like, Fool. wait, what? Yeah. Why? Because I was I wasn't using a, a fan account. I was using just a normal profile. But oh. I tried to fight it. They closed me down. I restarted a new one. But I I rarely go to the, my Facebook account. Yeah, I, I think Instagram and Twitter is. I love focus. I, yeah. I love Instagram. I'm yeah. almost at ten thousand guys. Ooh. I'm like I'm like nine short of a. 10,000. Get Mariachi Loco to 10,000. Boom. Yes. <laughs> <Or> nine more. <laughs> After this, there's probably going to be t- uh, 20,000. I bet you. Shut <laughs> up. If we only had that rate. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> if only. I mean, I'll tag Joey in this. Just like, <laughs> be like, hey, book him. <laughs> but, um, so wait, sorry, it's a little going back here, but growing up, um, did you get to travel a lot? No. No. So this kind of opened up a lot of things for you, though. Oh, I, I've actually... With wrestling, I I got in my first plane, which was horrible. It was the scariest, <laughs> it was the scariest uh, day of my life. Where, where were you headed? Uh, Texas, Texas. Okay, I was going to Texas, uh, and 
there was turbulence too with my luck. <laughs> so I was like shaking. And it's funny because uh, there was a lady sitting next to me and she was nervous as well. And she just grabbed my hand. I'm like, don't, don't do it because I'm scared too. But she was sweating and uh, I was just super scared. After that, it was very normal. But no, okay. thanks to wrestling, I had I had the chance to travel and win my first airplane ride, which is scary. What, what? It's still a little scary, but whatever. <laughs> what was the first you've had to travel? The furthest? Yeah. Well, I haven't traveled the side of the country, but I think it was Florida. Florida. Yeah, that was, that was horrible, too. Florida's really humid and... Yeah. I don't like the humidity. <laughs> okay. I smell like gators. <laughs> so you're not beholden to one organization at this point, right? You, you just kind of get... Hey, can you come in and do this one show? Is that how it works? Yeah, I mean, if it's independent, yeah, I could do it. If it's, if it, well, before then it was, if it was televised, I couldn't because I'm under contract still with the Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it's like you could, you could do anything but WWE. I was like, mm-hmm. Okay, well, well, I don't cool. think they're gonna call me anytime. Soon. <laughs> uh, but uh, I could work independently anywhere, or anywhere I need to be, as long as I mean the pay is there and travel is taken care of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, and anywhere I'm not in contract with anyone, but Lucha Underground. But uh, so yeah, anywhere. Oh, okay. I was wondering how that worked because I would see certain wrestlers who were on like Impact, but they could still do like the Indies mm-hmm. in some random yeah. town. And Which like, before you couldn't do it. I know yeah. uh, when Impact was, I guess TNA, mm-hmm. they were under contract. They couldn't do any shows outside. Yeah, I think so. they were trying to compete with the, the bigger now, legs and, well because they know indie yeah. is pretty hot and mm-hmm. they have to they have to take advantage of this and mm-hmm. they have to share talent and i know roh just started getting contracts too because especially with aew and everything popping right now is like yeah. it's hot it's pretty hot with all these companies opening up yeah it's also been like kind of an exciting time to jump back into wrestling like i said it was in the last like 2017 is probably when i started paying attention again um, and just kind of like learning like what's going on and finally keeping up with what's current. It's actually been really fascinating for me. And that's why I was like, I got to get you on. <laughs> no, it's pretty, I mean, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Especially what WWE is doing right now too with the women, mm-hmm. with their main eventing, main eventing women, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's great. And it's, it's exciting. It's a whole different change. And then their first all women's pay-per-view was pretty cool too. I actually watched it uh, with a whole independent scene just booming and then just having companies pop out of nowhere um and and it's just it, it's it's amazing i also work with a company called the uh, bumps and bruises mm-hmm. which you have you ever have the chance to go to it's uh it, it's wrestling at a brewery oh no i think i when i was researching your career i think i saw a match you versus uh, ron mcdonald yeah yeah I, <laughs> my uh, god the guy brought out a bag of legos and put it on the floor of the ring (laughs) dirty ron mcdonald and he looks like a clown yeah so he's horrible he's horrible like he's disgusting yeah yeah Yeah, he didn't look like he showered no dude i leg dropped him to a bunch of legos yeah oh my god face first most brutal thing i've ever seen (laughs) and it wasn't those little legos it was a large lego those big blocks oh man no dude no that's another good company uh bumps and bruises which is hopefully i think they're coming back soon they usually run maybe twice or three times a year Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. Oh you guys man, need to go check do. it out. That's yeah. right up our alley. Yeah, um, I, I did want to ask this. Um, uh, so you're you're doing the indies. What happens when you get the call up to Lucha Underground? Because domestically in the U.S., that's one of the bigger shows because it has like a TV presence. 
<laughs> it was one of the, I mean, it was one of the, it was really, really surreal again. It was like, really? And it was funny because I didn't expect to get a, what was doing, you know, a tryout. It was, uh, it was, I was called by Martin. He told me, hey, uh, we need you uh, for uh, some uh, ring testing. Ring testing, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, it's some rehearsals for this show. Okay. What show is it? Uh, it's some show that's going to happen. Some mm-hmm. show. Like, oh, oh, that's okay. right. You were in the first season, so it's like, it, yeah. yeah, at the time you don't know if it's so going to be big or not. No one, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is way before yeah. the first episode, uh, even this taped. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm like, okay, uh, well, I'm going to be busy because I'm going to be doing some photo shoots over here in Pomona. So if I can make it, uh, I'll make it. Again, I have the mentality, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I make it, I make it. And... It was what I had call time was at three o'clock, and it was already one thirty from Pomona to downtown LA. Around that time, it's horrible. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. So I'm like speeding through, going there, and uh, I, I pull up to this big warehouse. It's really look like an empty warehouse, and <laughs> out comes out, come, uh, out comes Ricochet. I was like, oh, oh, oh shit, shit, Ricochet. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Here comes Conan. Oh, I know Conan. Oh, dang. It's like, oh. What the hell? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so then they set us in this table where we're signing waivers and this and that. They want us in full gear, and they tell us what's going to be. It's a rehearsal, so they got to test the lights. They got to test the uh, the camera. They want to see action. So we end up doing matches, but they're cut in pieces because they like all right, freeze, stop, do it again, entrance, stop, do it again, lighting. Don't move. Get in the ring. Get in the uh, in the corner, and you know TV stuff. Yeah, know. exactly. Yeah, if you've never seen a Lucha Underground match, folks, it's uh, you get a, a lot of multiple angles yeah. during this match. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So uh, when I'm in the ring, I don't break character. Being me, I'm doing things around and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. I clock out. I go home. I think maybe a, th- a couple of days or maybe a week. I'm not sure what it was. I get, I get a phone call, and it was one of the, uh, one of the producers from Lucha Underground. Hey, Loco, uh, I want to see if you're interested in coming back again and be on our show. What? It's like yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Lucha Underground. And I was like, oh. Really? It's like, yeah, uh, this is your contract. Uh, read it through and just tell me what you think. What Contract? What? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just uh, just look it through and then just let me know. Yeah, just make sure you turn in by Saturday. You're on Saturday. Holy crap. <laughs> so I'm on my way to Vegas, so I'm like reading this through. I was like, oh, 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 oh. I have a qu- obviously a couple of questions about the character and what I mm-hmm. use and whatever. But. Of course, yeah. Signed it. Show up on Saturday, and then I get to work. Wow! So it 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 was those times where if I didn't show up, I would have lost my opportunity. And it's funny because after talking to uh, uh, DJ, which is uh, Chris De Joseph, I don't know if you know who he is, but he was a producer back in um, the WWE. You probably know him as a Big Dick Johnson. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> that's <he's>, family friendly. <laughs> but he uh, he he's now the executive producer of Lucha Underground. He's one of the main huh. writers there. So he's telling me the story of how I got the jobs. Like, what do you mean? It's like, well, the art ladies were watching you. Mm-hmm. They were looking at you. They're pointing at you. It's like, oh, that that guy with the tongue sticking out. <laughs> I was like, they're the ones who pointed you out, and we looked at you. We looked at the tape because mm-hmm. every, every time we're doing rehearsals, they're recording everything to replay. Mm-hmm. They looked it up, they saw me, and then boom, got me. I was like, oh, wow. I'm so glad I stayed in character. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm so glad. <laughs> and, and then I've been there since episode three, season one. Yeah, I actually just watched that today. Your de- I, debut uh, against um, Mascarita Sagrada. Yeah, little guy. <laughs> I got beat up by a midget. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Um, but yeah, dude, it, I've been I've been there since episode episode three of season one. I've had changed characters again. Lucha Underground uh, likes to keep their uh, their characters, so I, there was a change. I was Mariachi Loco for a, uh, a couple episodes, and then season two, I was one of the disciples of death. I was El Sinestro de la Muerte, which is completely different what mariachi loco is mm-hmm. this is a dead guy this is yeah. a zombie looking mm-hmm. dead guy which i don't wrestle i just beat up people which oh. is kind of funny because i'm not you know, there's a lot bigger guys but i was there and there i was part of the uh, mil muertes uh, group and it was pretty cool mm-hmm. and then they eventually had to disappear and then here comes paul london and the rabbit tribe oh wow which is probably the funnest trio I mean, it's the only trip I've been in, but it's probably the the best work I've probably liked ever working with Paul London oh, and wow. the Rabbit Tribe. I'm el um, saltador, mm-hmm. basically is I'm a psychedelic assassin, uh, which is just checkered suit, bodysuit, checkered suit. <laughs> um, we're we're uh, the Rabbit Tribe. We're basically on this large trip trying to find the White Rabbit. <laughs> And if you haven't seen, oh my gosh. yeah, it's kind of like Alice in Wonderland type of gimmick, which mm-hmm. is amazing. We got you need to watch Lucha Underground to understand what's going on. It, it's 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 wrestling, and it's what people used to think back then. It's a, a, a soap opera for men, mm-hmm. which we embraced it. I mean, El Rey yeah. Network embraced it, and it's like let's go with it. Yeah. Let's give storylines. Let's give it this the cinematic feel to it, which is amazing. If you that, haven't seen it. Watch it. Yeah, that's what I love about the show. They really do like lean into that, and yeah, it's uh, very well produced. Well, I mean, Robert Rodriguez, man. Yeah, his mind is pretty <laughs> out there. Um, but I've been there since then, and then I hope I hope it comes yeah. back because we've been holding back a little bit. So that that's been, that's got to be fun for you, though, because I didn't know you'd played other characters. I just knew you as Amarja Loco. So that's got to be a fun like break for you creatively, at least. Oh, right? it is. Uh, and we were. See, with with the Sinestro de la Muerte, with the Disciples of Death, we were told, be dead, guys. <laughs> That's the best direction you can get. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay. And we just went out there, you know, don't do too much wrestling moves. I mean, remember, you're dead. You just want to go and eat people's souls. I'm like, okay, cool. Are you walking like a zombie? No, no it was no. just more of a kind of like twitchy sort of way where we're mm-hmm. still kind of not too much into zombie mode mm-hmm. <laughs> somewhat um we're a little slow and the same time we pick it up as we go and then the whole saltador thing is basically mariachi loco but more psychedelic more 
more drugs in me. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, and and they let us do whatever we wanted to do. Um, there was a scene. There was a this big uh, an episode where this is big brawl happening. There's guys coming from every end. They're battling in 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 the arena. They're in the ring. They're tossing each other's out. But what what are the rabbit traps going to do? We don't want to be part of that. We don't want to. Are you kidding me? These guys are morons. Why are we going to get in there when they're? No, we're going to sit up here on top of the uh, the owner's office and throw carrots at them. <laughs> <laughs> we just why, why? Okay, why would we go down there and get our asses kicked? And is that told to you, or you no, just kind of came we up? We just with came up with it. We <laughs> sat down and and we're just throwing baby carrots at them. <laughs> I, I, I always wondered, like, when you get to a bigger promotion like that, like, yeah, how much control do you have over your own we, destiny? There, we were basically told, do whatever you need to do to get things over. Uh-huh. Mm, pass it through us, and then we'll go from there. And so. We had we we just used our our brains, our imagination, and everything we need to do. And Paul London has amazing dude, man. He, his mind is really weird, but at the same time, it's it's, it's he's a genius. Mm-hmm. He's a professional wrestling genius. He's he's great, and he's great to work with. He's a great person. And actually, I think I'm gonna see him. Uh, well, by the time this airs, it's gonna be too late. But um, I'm gonna see him on the next show. Which is gonna be pretty awesome. I haven't seen him in a while. He looks like an old man now. Oh I man, I, I was always a big fan of him. I, I always hoped that he would get like a bigger push when he was on like WWE. Um, but I feel like they kind of buried him there. Like he didn't really get yeah to do too much. Oh man, if he had the push he needed in WWE, he would have been big. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys were doing cruiserweight stuff before two hundred five. Yeah. So I mean, the stuff he did, man, he mm-hmm. did like a dropkick backflip. Yeah. He did the, uh, what is it, the shooting star press, the cleanest shooting uh, shooting star press you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then just his flips and just great guy, mm-hmm. great guy. With your moveset, like what, uh, I mean, you do a lot of the lucha stuff. What What's to you like the most dangerous one to do? <laughs> My leg drop. Leg drop. <laughs> I call it uh, el, la guillotina de la muerte. Can you translate that? Guillotine, Guillotine of death. death. Oh, you got it, Justin. All right. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you remember watching um, Badass Billy Gunn? Yes. He had the famous. Oh, the famous yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mine is a little different. The guy is getting up from the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. I springboard up from the top rope and land on his head. Oh, but you're also landing on your- On my ass. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, that's already kind of well-seasoned, though, so you should be used to that kind of <laughs> oh, <PG. good> <laughs> I was like, he's going to say it. <laughs> so, but you're also landing on your tailbone yeah. constantly. Yeah, so it's it takes it takes its toll on me. So, yeah, yeah, I feel it, but it's a cool move. No, it looks it's, fantastic. It's a cool move, so I, I, I try to keep it. And sometimes they ask me, like, can you do that finisher? I was like, oh, yeah, <sighs> sure. <laughs> there's, uh, there's rings out there that are really super hard there's rings that are not as hard but there's always there's not enough give to protect you from there mm-hmm. so i always try to lean more into my um, my hip either way i'm gonna get screwed <laughs> if it's not my hip it's gonna be my tailbone if it's not my tailbone it's gonna be my spine if it's not it's not gonna it's if it's not my spine it's gonna be the guy's head which has happened a couple of times because they move and my ass hits their face and it's not pretty hmm. well it, it sounds like you're um perfectly happy like just being out there and performing but do you have any like aspirations down the road i just want to get as high as i can 
Yeah. Not that kind of highway. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Uh, this guy's just doing drugs. Wellness policy, guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever opportunity happens, I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, there's no, I mean, I'm ha- again, I'm happy right now. Yeah. I've had opportunities that I've never had in my whole entire life. I had movie roles. I mean, small movie roles. Still I had a movie the, role. I had the chance to actually, I work with uh, 2K Sports and did a lot of their mocap. So no shit. if you go, I think it's 2016, 2000, 2017, I did a mocap for uh, the, Lu- the Lucha Dragons, which is uh, um, uh, Sin Cara and, and uh, Calisto. Oh wow! Okay, and a little bit of Kofi as well. So, wow! I I I was doing some of their motion capturing. So that was really cool. Yeah, super cool. I was super sore because <laughs> sometimes you go to wrestle for maybe fifteen minutes and then you're done. This mm-hmm. is a nine to five job where you're in the ring doing moves back to back Whoa. to back to back. Luckily. <laughs> They have crash pads, so we weren't landing so hard on uh, on the actual ring. And they're using actual old school WWE rings. Mm-hmm. The ones they use right now, they're more give. These are Uh-oh. freaking hard. Ooh. So that was that was a cool experience, and and uh, just small little movie roles, just as extras or as stunt guys. So uh, it's it's awesome. What what about uh, maybe running a promotion? Oh, it's a headache, dude. Yeah. I've actually, I helped book a show at uh, in Long Beach. It was the MOLA, is um, the uh, Museum of Latin American Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a show. They used to do a wrestling or lucha show every year, and this time around, uh, a good friend of mine, David Spinoza, he's a photographer. Um, he exhibited his his pictures. Which is a lot, covers a lot of wrestling, mm-hmm. a lot of lucha. Um, he asked, "Do you want to help book a show?" Really? Oh. We had a budget. Uh, we got the wrestlers. We got a couple of the guys. I wasn't greedy with my money. I said, "Let's give them a good show. Mm-hmm. Let's get good talent," which I did. And it was a big headache because you're running oh. back and forth. Uh, I mean, it's not bad. It's just it's. You you constantly have to be running around making sure everything's running right and it's it's just like running anything you're running yeah. a, a company or or a small business you gotta make sure everything runs right everything is good to go um, but for me running an actual company not now right maybe in the future when I can't wrestle <laughs> uh, but it's it's really cool experience that I had and the the show went well everyone loved it uh, it was it was a sold out show with what, what show. promotion was this one it wasn't a it wasn't it was a just promotion. a show it was just for them we mm-hmm. got the ring we maybe local promotions I don't know um, but we just ran the show and we went with it and it was great um, I just I don't think I'm ready just yet mm. I don't want the headache <laughs> paying dues you know what I mean well paying the dudes just, just take the physical headaches for yeah, right now man. I mean cause then you have to worry about promoting you gotta actually you know sometimes you have to go and do the old school way passing flyers around yeah and you know social media works but sometimes going in there and getting these transients uh, to get to your show sometimes people don't know there's wrestling shows happening yeah. so if, if they see it oh shoot where is it oh it's around the corner cool let's go yeah I still see those people at other local shows yeah. they're still handing out flyers they, to it the old fashioned way they, they do and it works yeah it works because hard copy always always makes things oh. happen too so I mean uh, not now maybe mm-hmm. later I'll help <laughs> I'll help <laughs> uh, book shows if they if they wanted to but 
if if the time is right, I think mm-hmm. we, I think I can do it. Yeah, well, I mean, you're still fairly fairly young. You still have uh, say, being being, being, being eighty five. Yeah, no, pretty good. He's up to eighty five now. <laughs> well, I mean, from here, he looks like you're pretty healthy still. But I mean, you've definitely got some years left in your career. Uh, is there like a any dream matches you'd want that's, that you can think of? That's probably the hardest question you're yeah. gonna ask. <laughs> Man, oh, oh, let's keep it. Like, who, who's whoever's active right now, at least right now. Because mm-hmm. I've seen you in the ring with some people, some pretty big names. Like you said, you, you know, Ricochet. I saw you in that ten man battle royale, and I was cool. like, holy shit! I was like, <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, I actually had one on one with him when I was uh, as Sinestro de la Muerte. Oh, wow. I don't remember it so much, but I know I had a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But, dude, anyone, I mean, I'm I'm good to go with anyone. I mean, Dream Match, Dream Match will probably be Perro Wayo, just because he was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Maybe Octagon, which I met Octagon for the first time. Is wow. he still wrestling? Holy, yeah. Wow. Dude. I, how, how old is he now? He's maybe 60 or something. Oh, Jesus. 70, close, yeah. Still but, 60. Yeah, God, that's damn. insane. But, um... When I met him, I was like, oh, you know, I saw him without his mask because we take our masks with, yeah. the, with mm-hmm. the dudes, uh, with the guys. Um, I saw him without a mask and I was just looking at him, I was like, looking at him, whatever. And then he's, I see him put his gear on and then the mask, and I'm just, whoa. <laughs> Dude, I marked out hard. I was like, oh, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, shoot. I call my dad's like, guess what? <laughs> Guess who's standing in front of me? <laughs> and I legit asked them, like, I, I hate, I hate taking pictures with other wrestlers. It's just yeah. they already get it from the uh, fans. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want, yeah, you I don't just want to bother them. them, yeah. And I'm like, I have to do it. I'm like, Oiga, can I take, you know, Oiga, Oiga. <laughs> uh, Spanish, of course. Can I take a picture with you? Like, oh, sí, mijo, mande. Um. Mask is off. I'm like, no, quieres con la masca? No, dude, this is for me. <laughs> this is for me. I was like, I want to take a picture with you, me, me. Um, and it was so cool, man. And again, that's like probably one of the greatest feelings ever, just to be be able to meet one of your favorites or one of the guys that you grew up watching. It's like, whoa, it's pretty cool. And, and you met him like in a professional environment. Yeah, like, so dude. that's probably level. He, he's too. a peer at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. was, and then afterwards, we were just you know going in the airport, just talking, and it was just like talking to a friend. It's like, oh, wow, cool. And then yeah. That that day was like, oh, I, I, I honestly, the only other time that I really marked out is when I saw Lita. Oh, I don't blame you. <laughs> I used to, I used to, yeah. Not about that. I was at a Lucha Vavum show. Have you ever heard of Lucha Vavum? I've always wanted to go. Yo, you got to get in there. Yeah. May 3rd, 4th, and 5th is coming up. If, okay. If I get connects, I'll get you in there. Oh, fuck If yeah. I have some pool, I'll get you guys in there. Are you over 21, kid? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, I'm 30 <laughs> this year. <laughs> um, it's all downhill from that. No. Oh, I've heard. <laughs> she, was, uh, she was walking out of the Lucha Boom show. I, I, I mean, I was there, and I saw her, and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And Chola was there. I was like, I would do the same thing. I was like, it's her. turn. It's like, take a picture. I'm like, no, no. Just just go. I was like, just go. I was like, no. So I'm like, I'm not going to bother her. Whatever. The night was over, and we went upstairs. We went outside, and I was buying one of those street hot dogs because you have to buy street hot dog in L.A. 
whatever. I turn around. Here she comes. Oh, my God. She's coming. Cholo, Cholo, Cholo. She's coming. She's coming. She's coming. She's coming. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm like, am I legit going? And you're, in my head? you're you like, right now, yeah. right? Okay. So I'm like, oh man. I was like, screw it. I'm gonna ask her. And then as I turn around, she's waiting right behind me to go get hot. I was like, oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> I'm like, he's Cholo's like, go for it. I'm like, I'm like, turn around. I was like, screw it. I was like, Lita. <laughs> I'm like I'm a big fan. I I I've watched you when I uh, I don't want to say kid because you know I don't want to make her feel exactly. old. You want to be like, a man too? Yeah. <laughs> you, no, dude. That was. Ah! <laughs> I was like I've watched you uh, wrestle so many times. I I love your work. I, I'm I'm a big fan. Um, I hate to bother you, but can I please take a picture? And she's just laughing. Yeah, dude. Come on, take. Here. <laughs> he talks to his friend. It's like here, take a picture. It's here. And I'm like oh That's my awesome. god. I'm like, and I have the goofiest picture. I won't share it on on Instagram or anything, but I have the goofiest face in my or face in my face whatever well I mean you have a pretty goofy face already shut up fool so, <laughs> um, so I'm like eh. and it was again one of the other times I really marked out for another wrestler now I, I mean I see all of them as co-workers I guess yeah uh, but uh, oh man that was just pretty awesome and I'll never forget that day. I don't blame you for marking out like that. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I would too. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was it was a pretty cool feeling. With her and uh, and Octagon. I don't know how would I act if I ever saw Perroguayo, but I'm sure mm-hmm. it'd be kind of the the same. But it was pretty cool. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, but uh, dude, Loco, this was fucking awesome i definitely have to have you back on oh, yeah. at uh, some point um where can uh okay this comes out the 19th where okay. can people find you after that uh well if you go and um follow me in my instagram which is ml loco mm-hmm. um or instagram which i'm probably you that's probably the best place you could look for me and s- check out some of my next shows i usually post them up on my story or on my my feed uh at el mariachi underscore local you can find a lot of the stuff there but uh on the 23rd of march i will be at aws the alternative wrestling show which is one of the biggest uh independent shows here uh, actually it's been running for i think since 2003 2001 i'm bad at dates too but <laughs> Um, Bart, uh, his name is the, the man of the promoter, runs AWS, which is pretty awesome. Uh, it's me and Cholo as the Lucha Homies versus Reno Scum, which I don't know if you've seen. Uh, Reno in, Scum? In, Impact. He, they were in Impact a couple of times. They were actually their champs, too. So we got get the opportunity to kick some ass, a little Cholo and myself. And I know there's a Lucha show coming on the 24th in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um don't know the much details I should, but uh, go to my Instagram. You'll see it. Uh, I'm not really into Facebook so much after they kick me out, but I'm, I usually <laughs> I usually log in once in a while there, so you catch me there as well. We'll blast out the links either way and help you yeah. out. Well, with what little reach we have. <laughs> uh, Mike, where can I find you? Yeah, y'all can find me on Facebook and Instagram. So Instagram would be Mike.Mariscal. Facebook's just Michael Mariscal. And every episode I also like to plug in or just give a shout out to adopting instead of shopping for pets because my pit bull did wonders for me emotionally. So definitely a big um, supporter of adopting and not shopping. Get our men on the mic too. Come here, Armena. Get, get, get a plug in here. <laughs> He's been supervising hey, Mike. Hey, what's up? 
What's up, fool? I didn't know you were there. Are you hiding? <laughs> yeah, right? you know, I was just uh, overlooking Mike, make sure he was getting his shit done. But my man, you know, <laughs> he doesn't know how to use his finger much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking forward to hearing the episode, my man. Um, so shout out to Lupa's Org. Donate to the cause. And if you can, please go out and donate platelets. You can donate platelets every seven days up to 24 times a year. Also, too, if you can, please go out and donate whole blood. You can donate whole blood every 115 days a year. And uh, you can find me at Superfan Armenta on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at David Armenta on Facebook. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. The Geek Offensive has its own social media as well with the handle at Geek Offensive. This show is part of the Geek Say What Network, and the network offers a uh, plethora of other shows. Uh, we also have uh, Ready, Set, Geek, your starting link to geek culture, uh, hosted by Alex Gullett. We have uh, Geek KO, our weekly trivia podcast hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish, uh, and Nerds on a Roll hosted by Lauren Peterson and the whole crew over there. It's a live play uh, RPG podcast. On the horizon, look out for DGIF, Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal, and RP Geek Allegories, hosted by uh, Jason Patrick Gullett. Oh, I said his whole name there. That's that weird. was weird. Yeah. Uh, he, that's he what JPEG. Government name. That's what JPG actually stands for. Oh, just Lord. I don't know why he doesn't use the whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next shout out goes to our associate producers, Wayland Productions, for sharing the space with us, sharing the equipment, helping us sound great. You can find them at Wayland.ws and please support their audio drama, We're Alive Frontier, now available on Alpha. Finally, next. Finally, uh, big shout out to uh, blah. God, you think I'd be able to get this down after like a hundred episodes? Big shout out to jordandene.com. That's Jordan, D-E-N-E.com, our geek apparel sponsor out of Brooklyn, New York. Uh, she makes geek apparel that helps you look nerdy, and uh, she's also eco-friendly. So go check her out. Uh, shop with the promo code GeekSayWhat and get 20% off your next purchase. And I believe that's it. Loco, thank you so much for doing this. I look forward to actually seeing you perform live. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you guys were great, and you're w- and you're welcome back anytime on Hell the yeah. show. It's around the corner, so uh, <laughs> it's I'll be home. <laughs> I'll be knocking the door here. Hey, wait, open the door. <laughs> 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 Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe, and check out r slash Absolute Units to join the offensive. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.